Welcome to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling, the ESPN for all things comedy, with your hosts, Mark Riccadonna and Richie Byrne. And now, grab a drink and welcome Mark Riccadonna and Richie Byrne. Folks, thank you for watching Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. I'm your host, Mark Riccadonna, and with me as always... Richie Byrne. It's so weird to be in the room with you. I know. I can't get used to it yet. But we still have to stay six feet apart. I know. It has nothing to do with COVID. (laughs) Legally. Right, the restriction. I have a very... You have that order against me. It's a a very small order that they only (laughs) said six feet. feet, but... And somehow I can't make it work. <laughs> <laughs> and also, our new producer, yes. Christian, is at the, what Hello, are they called? Christian. The w- How you guys doing? He's at the wheel. Yeah. The helm. He's at the wheel. Are you He's guys the, sure about that? The man running. I am running your show. He okay. is. I could cancel you at any moment. Wow. Uh, but I won't do that because I like you guys. Right. It's great to have you in a you'll, shared you'll, you'll grow to hate us like others have. Oh, <laughs> don't say that. Well, I we, mean, we, I, I could say that about KP. Oh, wait. Hey, KP. Oh, we haven't even introduced <laughs> him yet. <laughs> and we got a very special guest. Very special. Very special. We always say that. But I mean it this we time because he's right here. Right. J.P. Burke, everybody. J.P. Burke, ladies and gentlemen. How Thank are you, brother? You I'm good. Thank you for the invite, fellas. Good to be here with you guys. And uh, you know, it's, it's Thank weird. you for being in studio. Oh, we yeah. we don't get many in studio anymore. No, this, is, uh, this place is like home, too. You guys, you're, you're, well, you're in the it, express lane to success right now, let it, me tell you. This is like home to you. And, and the whole and you reason we're here. Because... Well, the whole reason we're here is he recommended is KP us. introduced us right. to Christian, but, and he has a podcast that records out of here yes. called American Loser. American Losers, which will be t- American Loser, which we'll be talking about. But yeah. uh, I didn't realize how much of a home this is to KP until we got here first. <laughs> we got here first. I'm looking for the camera over here. Is we got here first. Mark and I were out in the hall, and uh, the door was locked, and we were waiting, and KP showed up and, and figured out how to get us in. Punched in a code. Punched in a code, found a key. We were like, wow. <laughs> you the man. For anyone who wants to know, the code is 6969. Oh, you so. bastard. <laughs> I think we got to change everything. Uh, KP's like a latchkey kid here. That's a- <laughs> And, and then, our, to make matters worse, I walked in and I had mail here waiting for me. That's right. Then like, he, okay? yeah. <laughs> he had mail. And then poured us a drink. He made us some coffee. <laughs> a shared universe is especially shared yes, when KP's when with KP's you. KP's with <laughs> So, but thank you for being here, brother. Thanks for coming well, in. I'm happy to see you guys, man. It just feels good. Almost a return to normalcy. Almost. That's, almost. Yeah. Now, let me tell you something about KP that he doesn't even know. Oh, shit. We have a, a mutual, very close friend in Jackie Bryant. From Uncle Vinny's Comedy Club. The yeah, Queen she, of Point Pleasant. Queen of Point Pleasant. And Jackie's a Staten Island girl like me. Like, I'm a Staten Island girl. <laughs> <laughs> Just living in a Barbie world. But I knew that they were really I good. didn't even make that joke. I, <laughs> Usually, oh, you're upset. You know what? We're only back a few weeks, Mark. Yeah, so I'm you, rusty. Yeah, you're rusty. I'm rusty. So uh, I worked with him one night. And I had to call Jackie about And I called Jackie, and I go, hey, guess who I worked with? And she goes, who? I go, J.D. <laughs> and she goes, who? I go, J.D. She's, I don't know who that is. I go, you know, um, 
the the kid you like, uh, Casey. <laughs> you couldn't get it. And I couldn't. And so from then on, anytime I saw you or worked with you, I would call Jackie. Go, you know who I worked with today? LMNOP. <laughs> you know who I worked with? I worked with KFC. And she, I could never get KP for some reason. It's uh, it's all true because she's texting me before. DJ, like DJ was there. Hey, I was like DJ Burke was on the show. <laughs> well, and his she, dad's LP. I, I You'd guess. be if you ever do an episode of American Loser, you're going to be in trouble. Well, Rich, Richie's coming on soon. I listened to it. I had not listened to it. I'm sorry. And Mark told me. No how funny is this, Christian? Mark tells me, "Hey, man, you got to listen to the show. I, I want to listen to the show before I come on. Uh, before he comes on our show." Mark goes, "Yeah, go to American Loser." Blah, blah, blah. He goes, they got some great episodes. Mark says, listen to the Jim Thorpe. It's the best episode. <laughs> so I, and so he says to me, <laughs> so I put the episode on. Who's the guest? Mark Riccadonna. So it was the best of one. Of course it's the best one. <laughs> to this day, that's the only episode we've ever had a guest out in the hallway. Like, not a guest, but uh, the next episode, the next people booking the studio out in the hallway, like pacing anxiously and watching Christian go out there and play Peacemaker the whole time. Like, oh, they're just wrapping up right I now. I don't think you know how bad it got after that. Oh, did really? I ever tell you? How, uh -oh. like, like, I wrote you a couple of apologies. No, I know you did, because yeah. I didn't I didn't care, because I uh, KP is honestly like one of my favorite shows that comes in here right. to record. Not like, anymore. <laughs> now that you're doing anymore, this. Not anymore, now that I do this. But no, <laughs> like seriously, like KP and American Loser, like my one of my favorite podcasts. We had another podcast at a time. I will not name names, because I'm I'm not an asshole. But <laughs> out of curiosity, Fully. are they still recording here? No, I I probably ruined that. So no, it wasn't. Fault. It wasn't you actually. It was a whole other bull bull situation. But like afterwards, they were so mad. They were like, you know, we like we pay for time, all this like type of stuff. And and I'm like, well, you're recording a podcast. You yourself go overtime all the time. So like, no one wants to hear their no, problems. Yeah, as like well. relax, chill. I out. understand. You never have to worry about Mark and I going over our time. <laughs> <laughs> KP is kind of the China of the scenario of the shared universe, China. and we're the black spotted lantern ruining. We're slowly <laughs> going to ruin this place. <laughs> so that was a great callback to something <laughs> we talked about before we went on the air, Mark. I liked it. I'm really good at having inside jokes that nobody out nobody there will who get. Nobody cares about the audience. <laughs> I'm playing to the back of the room. <laughs> uh, so tell us a little bit about American Loser. It's a it's an awesome podcast. I, I got to be a guest on it. I'm kind of your Alec Baldwin. You are, and uh, you're also instrumental in the show even existing because it started off as a book idea that I didn't run with. That's how bad I am with getting shit done. Still a dope book idea. It's a, it's, it we, will work one day. We call that Irishman. That's, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's why I always just kind of understood Richie right away. I, I, yeah, <laughs> you got me. <laughs> it's uh, Well, it, it's amusing because uh, I hit Mark up, and I was like, dude, I'm trying to like, I figure this thing out, what we're going to do here. The idea originally was I wanted to write a book where every chapter was the biography of every person who, every election, the loser of the election and what they went on to. And then you sit there and you look at some of the names, you're like, a lot of these people went on to do pretty cool shit. Mm -hmm. And then that turned into, well, who are like guys who lost battles, stuff like that, in uh, you know, a million different things. And we wound up just, uh, so the idea was, you know, American Loser, the spotlight firmly on second place. And uh, so unfortunately, due to uh, the, the way our country is, there's no shortage of losers. So we've never really <laughs> run out of anything. So it's either famous people who got totally screwed over or people who should have been, like, the most important people in our country, and we have no clue. Like, there's literally people that were running in the 1800s for office 
whose ideas are still trying to be like put into modern politicians yeah. like mouths right now. They're, they're quoting old shit and no one knows where it came from. So it's been super fun, man. And I'm very excited you're going to come on now, too. By well, the way. I mean, there's a few things we could. I mean, I have ideas. I'm, a, I'm into it. It's um, <laughs> we, um, but I, I was what made me laugh was you guys were talking about no one knows Jim Thorpe. Mm -hmm. But I mean, I totally was like, Real, and I thought about it, yeah, I guess a lot of people wouldn't realize who Jim Thorpe was, but I did. I mean, I grew yeah. up loving sports and knew all about him, you know, so. He was like the world's greatest athlete, but and unless you screwed over left and right. Nonstop. Dying penny, penniless. Meanwhile, he won more gold medals than anyone else. Mm -hmm. uh, Hitler was cooler to him than FDR was, I think, was uh, if I remember right. And then also... Uh, just the age gap on this thing, too, is that uh, I'm 32, even though everyone just assumes I'm in my 50s because of my disposition. <laughs> but uh, it's, I can't um, believe you're only 32. It, it, i got to be honest. There's a lot of people like, really? And Come you, on. how old are you? 38. Yeah, see, that, it's so weird. <laughs> I look like a 60-year-old man. It's not, you know what it is with him is I've known you so long. Yeah. I keep Like you said on his podcast that you... We're in, coming into New York from high school in 99. Yeah. And I'm like, I met Mark in like 92. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that Mark was working at Stand Up New York in 92. And you're like, 99, I was coming out of high school. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> I, I have the, uh, uh, and it's after shows, people will come over to me and go, hey, you remind me of my cousin, blah, blah, blah. I have that face and voice that people just assume they've known me forever. Right. And that's an advantage, and it's also a disadvantage, because then they get to know me and not like me. <laughs> <laughs> From a distance, I'm wonderful. So how long have you been doing the podcast? Uh, Loser's coming up on its uh, second uh, anniversary right now, which I'm stoked about. And okay. you do it with your dad. Yep, it's me and the old man. Our, our bond was always over history, so we just kind of took that's it and awesome. ran with it. Because Mark told me when I, I hit him up, he goes, well, if you, you got to find a partner for this thing that is like, you know, somebody you can work with well in the air. Because the two of you Aww. guys have a great dynamic, right? <laughs> and then me and the old man have a pretty good dynamic. And then, of course, uh, behind the ones and twos, old Big Kahuna's jumped in now. He's very much a part of the uh -huh. show. Exactly. That's a <laughs> <laughs> we walked in, I shit you not, the first episode we recorded. He's quiet as a mouse the whole time. Hi, I'm Christian. Hi. Like that kind of a thing. Very, very quiet, very timid, very respectful guy. Everything's set up perfectly. He's doing a great job, as, as Ming trained him. And then uh, about two seconds into the episode, we're like, we can't have this guy here and not talk to him. So we just threw to him, and my buddy Chris Covert had walked in, and he goes, ah, the big kahuna, because I guess he just couldn't remember Christian. So, <laughs> and, Well, he gave me that nickname. Correct. Yeah, so like that's just how he's always addressed me. And we called you kahuna I don't think kahuna he knows my air. name. I don't think he knows my name, <laughs> because, actually, if I'm to be completely honest with you. When I, I mean, I met you online. Yes. Remember that dating site? Yeah, on Tinder. And, um, <laughs> they both swipe. It, it was, it was uh, Hawaii.com. But um, <laughs> Samoan.com. Samoan <laughs> but Mark introduced you to me as the Big Kahuna. Right? And I was, and so when, 
I didn't when I finally met you and they were like Christian. I'm like, who the hell is Christian? <laughs> <laughs> it confuses me because we said, uh, Kuna, what do you think about this guy? And then ever since then, it's been he's been an integral part of the show. I call bullshit. People also think though that um, you are man. Uh, yeah, they, they think we've known you forever because the rapport is good. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, so again very much a big part of a loser. Now, had too. your dad done anything in the entertainment field before this? N- not really, but uh, he was my scoutmaster. Growing up as a kid, okay. So he's very, and he's a shop teacher, so he's very comfortable talking in front of people. But it, and he has that smooth voice. Oh, it, it, well, I will tell you that I've been working with Mark for a few years now, and um, listening to you on the podcast, on your podcast, Mark, you did something I've never seen anyone do before. You had Mark was prepared. Mark, Mark showed up with notes, and and I'm like, this is not the guy I work with. Because I'll do like like if we have a guest on, I'll be like taking notes who's the guest, and I, I do pre-interviews with the. And Mark's like, I'll talk to them when we get there. Don't worry about no, it. No, because fine. I know what will happen as I take the notes, and then the camera starts rolling. And we go, don't here's you, our guest. And then as soon as the guest comes on, Richie's like, don't I got a story don't about you that. Turn <laughs> don't, don't you turn this around. Don't you turn this around, you lazy bastard. And then Richie will talk for 45 minutes of a story. And then I go, folks, that's our time. Good night. I don't prepare because I don't need to prepare. Okay. It's, it, it's, it's being like the... Tenth man on the Chicago Bulls in 1994. Uh, I'm not getting in. <laughs> and I'm Michael Jordan. Is yeah. that what you're saying? All right. Of talking. I can live yes. with this. <laughs> I can live with this. <laughs> so that's cool. That's now. Um, we didn't start off the way we we used well, to start okay, off. Okay, so we normally start off with a with drink. A drink. And well, we uh, wanted to get him out because right. he can talk about our drink. And um, ah. uh, BLM here. It's brought his uh, his own drink that we're very very excited about. <laughs> oh yeah, it's an initial because you see every because he does. I was like, wait, what was he going for with that? BLM MLB. I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool. Seen that one too. I thought it was Burke Libertarian Movement. I said, okay, I've not announced my candidacy yet. I'm excited to have a drink with you fellas here, even if it's a fake one. Fill us in on exactly what we're about to drink because I haven't taken a drink yet. This is exciting. So uh, this is uh, Ross Brewing, local uh, brew. Local brewery. That's the Navasink IPA named after uh, River in New Jersey. It's uh, brewed with. That, uh, I yep. hope they don't use the river water. <laughs> I was just gonna say. Uh, n- river water, no. Local ingredients, yes. Uh, one of them being ruby red grapefruit that's finishing on that, so you're gonna get a little sweetness there too. But it's uh, a double IPA. It kicks real nice, and it's one of those nice beers that uh, the girls will drink, and then you can watch them slowly. Like I, I bartended for a private gig. Yeah. Oh, it's it's helped me out quite a few. Let me tell you. Wow. Really. <laughs> but a girl will sit there at these tasting events and they'll come back to us and be like, "Oh, it's really good, actually." And they come back on the third. By the fourth one, it's like they're they're pretty much just dancing already. So it's. Uh, so we're gonna see Richie dance. Yeah. It's someone's shirt's coming off, guys. <laughs> I, well, <laughs> good to see you here, fellas. Cheers. It was good. It's very. Good. <laughs> it That's actually, a, it's really yeah. good. Yeah. It's got a nice little. Now I'm mad I chugged it. Yeah, why'd you chug it? Because I was going to well, be. I can funny, also bartend, I... so why don't you hand me that glass over there, Mark? Look at you got Greatest one. guest ever. Well, good, you I'm should good. know why. Like, you should tell them why they should come to a shared universe more and more then. Because we actually got this on tap. Nice. Yeah. Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah. 
I uh, Ross is a good buddy of ours. He comes in, does his own show. So it's Ross, totally, it's totally free if you come here. Yes, you just got to pay the hourly fee to be here. That's it. <laughs> so wait, if we don't do a podcast, but we still rent it for the hour, can we just sit around and get drunk? That's what uh, Kevin Garifo did on my show once. <laughs> <laughs> I think he got seven words in in the entire hour. He just kept looking up from his phone, and then he, he went to go get a drink, and then Ming's in the other room, and he goes, he goes Ming, oh, my God. And he's, like, hanging out with me. He's like, come on, buddy, we're recording, all right? This is, you're supposed to be a guest. <laughs> so I, I, anybody who knows you um, knows that you and sees you now knows you lost a lot of weight. Yes. It's uh, a... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm back at boot camp weight right now. It's pretty great. Wow, so, good for you, man. There you go, Navy man. Sub 200 for uh, the first time since uh, I was, ah, shit, I joined when I was 20. So, uh, go ahead and bring it up. Yeah, oh, the photos are embarrassing. Let's see, uh, let's see, uh, 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 at his peak, when he looked like a, uh, We didn't, uh, we didn't show any video. We were supposed to show. Oh, we'll show it. We're really screwing this, this We're up. rusty. We're do what banging. you gotta do. I do like that Lynn Coplet's photo pops up because uh, I am her uh, traveling handbag that uh, t- <laughs> takes care of her dog while she's headlining. <laughs> You're the chihuahua that takes care of the chihuahua? Yes. <laughs> Look at you there, yeah. Oh, man. Dude, you have really Cape. lost weight. You lost a lot. God. That was back when you looked like John Adams. That's <laughs> <laughs> At some point, Marcus called me every founding father on stage. Which is, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a Bobby Bank. You know, that was actually, uh, I'll tell you what, Ming Chen was in the building that night, actually. Yeah. That was a uh, stress factory, I believe. Yeah, was this is the going. infamous uh, Brian oh, Holland Road? No, this was me opening for Jason Muse, of all things. Wow. Yeah, so I was. Uh, oh, why do you remember that? It's uh, all I have, Richie. I have no I career. <laughs> There's no Dr. Oz. I, the last time I saw you was at a club in New Jersey, a, a hotel a few months back, back yes, in sir. February. Yeah. My and Arlington, I think. I was meeting Brendan uh, Donegan, I the think, best. was on that show, right? I think, is that how I went? I was meeting him there because we had to go to Maine. Yeah. And I was with somebody, and you were on stage, and I thought, wow, this guy is like a fat KP. <laughs> I swear to God. And, and I turned the comic I was with, I go, do you know this guy? He goes, oh yeah, KP Berkey's great. I go, that's KP. <laughs> you have fat KP energy. And I was like, wow, that's kind of redundant. <laughs> now, how much weight did you lose? 70 pounds. And how fast? Uh, less than two months. I don't know anyone who can lose that much weight I, that quickly. I don't know. I can, actually. I did it before. Yeah? There was a, there's a much skinnier version of Kahuna out there. Uh, really? Yeah, just uh, just Kuna really likes Domino's. Uh, but, but yeah, I I lost really? almost all, at the same speed as you. All the pizza in New Jersey that you can have. Listen, shit pizza is good pizza. And you go, at, at I midnight. love Domino's. Yeah, I love Domino's. I like if we fuck. were in Arkansas, I'd go, okay, I get it. But we're, wait, you're in New Jersey. You're in New but Jersey. But when you when you want pizza at midnight, there's nowhere else to go. Really? Probably for a good reason. I have offered him anything, but like in my mind, I was like, dude, you want me to go? We'll go to Cluck You Wings. We'll do something like that, whatever you want. Like in, if we're doing multiple episodes a day. And then the one thing he asked me for was uh, the Popeye's uh, chicken sandwich. Which I hear is amazing. It, they killed somebody it, for it. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody yeah. killed somebody. Yeah, I, we waited it. in line 20 minutes for it just to bring it back. And it, he, he acted like I brought him a tomahawk steak. And I was just like, this. Okay, this is what <laughs> it takes to win this man's right heart over. And then yeah, he that's actually, the one I went to. <laughs> but um, it's funny. It seems like every time you come here, we run you on an errand. That's, <laughs> I stay busy. That's, that's how he lost all the weight. Also, <laughs> he's running like crazy. Picking now, up shit for you're us. You're doing it. Uh, if you don't mind my saying, you're doing. Uh, 
uh, fasting thing. Yes, sir. Yeah. And I, I can't, I can't imagine. Here's the thing, though. I probably could fast better than what I do because once I eat, I can't stop. That's yeah. my problem. Like when I start to eat, yeah, I can't go. That's enough. But if I haven't eaten, I usually can go a long time without eating. Yeah. Except today, man, I was driving here to get you. I was like, I'm starting to get dizzy. I hadn't eaten since like, I don't know, five o'clock last night. And it was like one in the afternoon. So That's a pretty good fast, by the way. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I was starting to get really ornery. And so, like, how did you get past that? I mean, because uh, you were doing three-day fasts? Still am, yeah. So uh, after this, I'm going to go eat, which is going to be awesome. But uh, <laughs> I think Uncle I lost Bones. too much weight. I got to do 48s now. But the, the key was this uh, these salt packets or whatever that uh, you'd get, and it would have magnesium, potassium, and sodium. And how it. much? How many of those do you take? I would take one full packet of that. A day? Some, sometimes two if I was needing it, but I'd put that into seltzer and just drink that. And it's like... Oddly, it, it also just having some flavor is nice too. So you're, so if I ever needed to like lose a lot of weight fast, you're saying this is the way to do it. Uh, I mean, I uh, consult your, uh, your your doctor. Did you? Um, did. Uh, well, what I did is uh, uh it, so no, no, but it's gonna be great. <laughs> it's gonna be great. So when I got back onto Ambien, I go to the VA right, right. in Hackensack, and uh, I don't want to say the doctor's name for whatever reason, but. He always goes to me, he goes, uh, hey, before I renew your prescription for Ambien, any weird side effects? And I can't wait before when the next one comes up. Go, he goes, any, any weird side effects, Mr. Burke? And I get to say, I lost 70 pounds. Is that weird? <laughs> I just see his face. Because I swear to God, that, that's what did it all for me. That was the only. Wow. But they're going to be very happy because what's, what's healthier to carry around an extra 70 pounds? or to, that's, you, you know, lost one of my kids. That's <laughs> I do that, but it's usually at the beach. That's <laughs> <laughs> Uh, your kids are Kahuna fans too, aren't they? They're huge. So we <laughs> shot this short film that's on one of our episodes called Fatherhood. Kahuna and I did it, and one one night. Oh, you? I he directed. Oh, it. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah, cool. My as soon as he came over to the house, my oldest son just looked at him and went, "Oh my god, oh my god, this guy is like like you said earlier." The Muppets. He's alive. <laughs> he's alive. I, said, he's going, I go, I'm sure your son's never seen anything that looks like this guy. You know what I mean? Wait. I've never seen anything that looks like this guy. He's built like an offensive lineman. Yes. <laughs> but he's got that smile and those dimples. Oh, he's like true. a Muppet. He's so, a Muppet. As soon as, uh, as soon as they, and then next thing you know, I mean, and so I don't know if I, can I. Yeah, go for it. About Thomas. Yeah, go for it. So my son's obsessed with Thomas Tank Engine. <laughs> Kahuna works with Thomas the Tank Engine. You do? Yeah, I, I got a really cool job opportunity. I got to write five songs for their YouTube channel. And I reported directly to the executive producer of the show. And I worked for this company called Driver Digital through doing that. Met some really cool people. But yeah, I wrote some music they still, for Thomas the Tank Engine. Is Thomas Engine. still on? Yeah. Uh, yes, but I, it just recently Who's got canceled. Who's the host? Is it? Who was the who's hosting? Wasn't a celebrity. Because wasn't that when Ringo did it? Yeah, Ringo and then did George it. Carlin George did it. George Carlin, yeah. Alec Baldwin. There was a legacy Alec of narrators. For I mean, a that's while. pretty cool. It was a cool. It was a cool thing for me. I loved that show growing up. So I got to write. So writing music for them was like, yeah, holy dude. shit! Like this is crazy. Yeah. So, so like, I my own the room. little piece of legacy is on that show. And I'm like, yes. 
I leave the room for five minutes. I come back in. They're sitting around the table smoking cigarettes, drinking <laughs> scotches, going, yeah, so uh, when I got interested in making films, I started with shooting Thomas's. They're like two old filmmakers chatting. Oh, him and your son? Him and my son. <laughs> They're just sitting there chatting away about filmmaking. And then Axel follows us around, and as we're shooting, we're like, we need the light to turn up. And he's like, I have an idea. What if I go over here and hide behind the couch with the thing? And we're like... Does this kid want a credit on the film? or Like, what's going on? Next thing you know, like, he's following him around. And then after he leaves, he asks if he could have my uh, tripod and my little HD camera. And so he could go around the house and he sets up and he sets up. This will be a good shot. This will be a good shot. Adorable. And it's like <laughs> I, I, my son's first, like, uh, hero. Man crush. Man crush. <laughs> he wants to be Kahuna. <laughs> but it's like my wife absolutely adores him. So the, uh, every opportunity that I'm doing yeah, something with you, him. You say that about everybody. <laughs> I like We never have anybody we talk about where he doesn't go. Oh, like, you name a comic, oh, he's been in my house, my wife loves him, my kids play with him. Or, it's the opposite. I'll meet somebody and they go, Mark Riccadonna, my kids love him. I'm like, I've never met anybody's kids. Riccadonna knows everybody's kids. Well, <laughs> usually, Mark's my family's favorite comic, by the way. That's a true story. He played a, a, a clean church gig for my mom's church. And uh, my mom's Armenian apostolic, so it's Eastern Orthodox. Half the crowd learned English as a second language. Mark goes up there with the priest in the crowd and then still kills for at least 45 minutes. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's because English was their second language. That's, a, <laughs> that's why they thought I was... <laughs> no, it's like I can get Lowell again. Great. It's my first language, and we're at the same brain level as they're catching the jokes. It's because he makes so many faces that they, <laughs> could, they could read his face. That's well, why you and me get gypped. We don't have... We, we lack comic eyebrows. Yes. It's <laughs> the one thing. A, a thing, though, is is the reason, like, if I go to somebody's house and there's kids there, I know that kids usually get, like, like kind of go away. So if somebody's there and their kids are there, I'm like, I'm going to play with the kids for a minute. Yeah, I, I'll get down on the floor and play. No, you're right, because if I walk in somebody's house and there's kids, I'm like, oh. Kids, kids, and I and I got look over because we've gone to, and, and I'll look over. Rick and I was like, kids. kids. <laughs> <laughs> we go to Dina Blizzard's house to uh, record her. She put us on her um, her, her Facebook live, whatever she does, yeah. and. We walk in and her kids go berserk. It's like Santa. And what, what did they call you? Hillbilly. Hillbilly. <laughs> Hillbilly. <laughs> we were, we did. A, he, next thing I know, he's all over the house. Oh, Hillbilly. <laughs> we went to Myrtle Beach and uh, doing a gig, and her family was there, and I was there, and uh, my family couldn't be with me, so she'd go, "Do you want to hang out?" During the day, and I'm like, absolutely. She goes, no comic wants to hang out with yeah, a bunch I of kids. Like, and I'm nah, like, I'm staying in bed. Kid, but we're, in, we're in the lazy river, and every time the, the tube comes around, they're like, here comes Hillbilly Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I was hung over as hell playing with these kids. <laughs> Shout out Perfect to Dina Blizzard. Shout out to Dina. One of our She's dear friends. Do you know Dina? You ever worked with her? No, I don't think so. She actually. is uh, one of my favorites. Yeah. I, uh, her doing crowd warm up was so much fun. Yeah, you was, went to see her, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. We went to every one of my friends who does warm up. We went 
and watch them do their thing. And people were, like, getting pissed off, like, oh, you're trying to get into doing crowd oh, right, work? Right, right, it's right, like, right. no, man, I just Everybody's have friends that do something. Everybody's incredibly protective of that warm-up work. It's mm. amazing. Not, not Dina. No. Dina's no, no. cool. It, but it was like, man, I have all these friends that do cool things. Why are we not going to go see it? You know, right. and so Angie and I went, let's go just we'll spend like a month going to every show in New York and watching a taping of it. And it was fun. And One day I was at Dr. Oz show and I went up and a guy come up and I recognized him right away. And it was Ray Ellen. <laughs> and he comes up and goes, Richie. Oh, yeah. He goes, it's Ray Ellen. I go, hey, Ray. And, and he goes, just well, you know, my sister's in the show. I go, oh, cool, man. He goes, no, I'm, I'm not here. I'm, I'm like, not right, I'm not one of those guys. It's okay, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird. I'm, I'm a guy who roots for other comics because we're all in the same I root same for thing. most comics. And I, I there don't want to be. I don't few comics, few bookers I don't root for, but most of the time. <laughs> but I, I just, most of the time I want to see. Uh, People uh, succeed. succeed. Yeah, yeah, because this is, business is so goddamn hard, and right. I'd rather see I see a comic get a role on a TV show, and I get so excited right. for him, and people are like, Aren't, don't you get jealous? Like, isn't there jealousy? I go, no, I'd rather see a comedian get the job than some actor I don't know. Right. And uh, you're watching TV. I want to see. I remember I was, uh, and then we'll get back to you. I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this, this is why I don't prepare. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> Call banks. I was doing. I was working with a young female comic. I don't even remember who, but she said something about some. There was the ladies of comedy, Budweiser bat, some show, some yeah. comedy contest, and she goes, uh, "I can't believe so and so won that contest." It's written. I go, "What?" She goes, and she was telling someone, "So and so won that contest. It's so rigged." And I go, "You came in second? And she goes, "What?" I go. I didn't know you came in second in that contest. She goes, I didn't. I go, then what do you care who came in first? Mm-hmm. What do you uh, care? And I like, don't. Uh, root for the person. Of, any kind of contest where it's like, is this person funnier yeah, than this person? Of course it's rigged. It's Well, <laughs> and it's all about taste. Right. Like, dude, I work clean most of the time. And that was what I enjoy doing is getting work because I can work clean. I love filthy comics. I love it. And is. This filthy comic better than this clean comic? Like, no. It's what are you into? Do you talk about subjects that you can relate to? I like hearing jokes that talk about wife and kids because I live that life, so I relate to it. Right. But I also like hearing a young guy talking about stuff that I don't really know that much about because I'm learning something. But like some people are like, oh, that guy talks about being married. I'm the I'm single. That's yeah. like, so it's not funny. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it either. And you got to root, always root for the comic. That's how I look at it. Your guys' era of of comedy, too, I feel like was so much more supportive of one another. Like, you guys used to back each other up at You know what I think that is? I think that's age. I think you see it because we're older. Um, I I think when you're younger in comedy, you're, you're insecure. About who you are, young comics, and when you see hard. somebody else, and some guy and guys deal with that. The comics deal with that different ways. Some are like, I don't want to talk. I don't want to get involved. I don't want to go to that club and be. Right. Others are like, I'm gonna act like I'm the greatest of all time. You know. But I think you hit a point where, you, and I think it's 20 years. If you've been in the business 20 years, whether you like somebody or not, you kind of respect them because you know you've been, they've been through the same 
shit that you've been through. The they've been put through the same. They've had to eat shit from some stupid owner. They've had a deal, and you know they've been. And there comes like a respect where after where you go, all right, man, you're still here. I'm still here. All right, you're cool. And, and I think that's what you see. What you had with military guys. You see a vet. You know, you see a veteran. You go like, I went through the same shit as this guy. Yeah, it, it's you click right away too, and it's uh. uh by the way, both of you guys, I've done uh, some very bizarre gigs because you were saying the clean thing earlier. You did the clean church gig for my mom's church, which is no easy feat. It you was, had one of my favorite jokes, the deer hunting joke. Oh, <laughs> that was like insanely written off the cuff, beautiful. I just got I got away with one. That I, was, I know what you're gonna talk about with us. Oh, the I, old uh, people. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> I want to hear it. I was blown away watch because I I, I I like watching I always hang for the show too uh, unless there's which anything. not enough comics younger comics do and it's a very I notice it you know what it is if you don't stay and watch the other comics I'm probably not going to recommend you for other shows I'm probably not going to you know what I mean oh yeah I you totally know. notice that I hate that it's because the big dogs in the city usually have to do like five or six spots a night that's so different. they're running, and the young comics don't go out and see comedy. They go to the city clubs and see comedy. That's good. Point, and they Mark. see guys like like David Tell can't hang out. He has ten spots that night. Right. Right. So I think they see oh, the big guys leave right away. Right. So right. I better leave right. It's away. like man, if you hang out, you'll learn more. Yeah. Yeah. I, I show up yeah. early. I'd get a spot at the comic strip. I'd be like the late spot, and I'd go in at like eight. And they'd be like, what are you doing here? Your spot's at 1020. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to learn something. Yeah. By the way, Mark treated me so well the handful of times I went to hang with him at the strip that people were asking me how to get past there because I just eventually got comfortable enough hanging at the bar with him. <laughs> There's like, oh, KP works here? That's a good. How, how do you get in there, buddy? <laughs> um, but so you- blown away by specifically your gig, though, Richie, because that was, uh, we were working, it was a 65 and older community. Love um, those gigs. Yep, sixty-five older community, and uh, we walked in. It was like at five p.m. or something. It was it was so early. <laughs> yeah, it was like a five o'clock show, and they, it was so early. And we, it was it was a Dino gig. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's so. Uh, why were you blown away? Well, there's a couple. So first of all, you freaked out because you go into this gated community thing, and uh, I believe I was at the club later that night. You are too. So it was. Um, that was one of those ones where I, if I, if I bailed, I think you would have understood because I was going somewhere else. But I specifically stayed to watch it because I wanted to see how you were going to work out of the chaos of this. Because <laughs> it's, it's a first of all, you pull up Richie's there, and I, I, I know it's going to sound lame, but I, I do feel safe when I'm working with either one of you guys because it's like, all right, we're not going to, there's no, no one's going to melt down tonight's not the night someone takes. Right. Uh, what was the guy in New York that took the the, the guitar to somebody's oh head? Oh my God! Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, really, don't mess with me, because I don't come down to the bus station and slap the dick out of your mouth when you're working, do I? Oh, get on up here, motherfucker. Give me security. I'm sorry, man. The guy fucking came at me. What do you think, folks? So um, I was waiting for one of those, but uh, you change shirts out in the parking lot, and you're like, all right, it's a show now. And I was like, all right, I'm, gonna, I'm following you in there. And then uh, I got through my stuff. I just changed it to the shirt. Yep. Same. It was it was literally the green room was the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I watched you go up there, and then you 
interacted with them because I was too scared to, to, to pivot or talk to them really. So I just did all of my clean stuff about being adopted and like family stuff, shit that I would have done for like an Uncle Floyd show. And then I watched, uh, you eventually just said, we gotta have some, you didn't curse or anything, but you're like, you pretty much were like, we have to have some goddamn fun here tonight, right? And then all of a sudden they loosened up, they responded to that, and then uh, you actually, I think you, you said we're gonna use, uh, there was one line where you, you, you said, I'm gonna give one book joke to you guys, and then I think you went to the uh, the line, it goes, we're gonna do one for me, one for you. The rest of the show—that's <laughs> right. I was doing street joke, and then my joke, and then a street joke, and then my because they love the street jokes. Yeah, the they older, just love them. The old, yeah. so people in their eighties are absolutely loving him, as well as people who just maybe just maybe qualified to get into the. So it's I was blown away by that because you filled. I think you did more time than you had to. Too. Yeah, but dude, you killed. You, may, I mean, normally I walk into those things and have to work by myself. So having an opener. For one of those, oh, hey, when you have an opener, it, you know, even if the opener bombs, they're so happy to see you because the opener bomb. You know what I mean? You know what I'm talking <laughs> oh, about. Yeah. But I watched, and I'm going, and I got to be honest. I'm like, KP's gonna die because I know those gigs. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna be honest. You said AJ's gonna I, die. <laughs> <laughs> Is not- <laughs> That's one of those nights I would have liked to be PK Burke. And, <laughs> and you did fantastic. <laughs> you did, dude. You and and I was like, he's killing. They like start going. That's enough now. That's enough. <laughs> All right, That's, you think you time. You think you take it easy. <laughs> and then I went up and I and I and I did. I said, okay, I'm gonna give one to you and one to me. I the funniest thing is when you do those old shows and you. And you tell a street joke. And I, I, for years, I was like, comics don't tell street jokes. You that, see, I was like that for the longest time. And you then I realized, we're there to make them laugh. Right. You so know, if you do... It raise- was Jay Black for me. Jay Black, because this guy wouldn't give me work uh, on these daytime old people shows unless I told street jokes. Not, not He said, you can do your act, but these people are expecting... They want some right. jokes. And Jay Black said, I'll never forget, it was the greatest thing. He was such a nice guy. He goes... You're a great joke teller. Why do you have a problem with telling a joke? He said, why does every... He goes, he goes are you walking into the cellar and doing that? I go, no. He goes, then what do you... Yeah. Go tell the joke. You're a great te- joke teller. And that, that really got me over the hump. And I was like, all right. And, and it's actually... It's become fun. I, like, I love it's, street You can jokes, feel man. that they, and when they know the joke, it's the funniest thing. They know the joke. They get they, and they can't wait. It's they can't wait for the punchline so they can yell it out like I did too or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, well, one of my favorite things and the reason I love that we are going to ask you to tell a street joke in just a minute. Hell yeah! But one of the reasons I love it and it's our friend Paul Provenza did the Aristocrats right. is it's like a standard song like a, 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 you just take the song Happy Birthday. And if Every, you get right. Frank Sinatra to sing Happy Birthday and you get Megadeth to sing Happy Birthday, it's the same song done two different ways. Right. Let's enjoy it for well, the person telling the, singing the song. There was one time where no one enjoyed it, and that was when Marilyn Monroe sang it to John Kennedy. And <laughs> well, I think one person enjoyed it after yeah, the fact. John Kennedy. Uh, um, uh, well, what would you think of my singing? Oh, uh, it was perfectly fine. He's got Jackie sitting next to him ready to kill him. Oh, man. <laughs> um, so give us a street joke, and then we haven't even gotten into... Well, we I guess we did the stories, right? We yeah, did, I, I, we told some good ones. So let's hear a good... An old school street... Where are we at? A good street joke. When you guys were... 
38 minutes in. Okay. Cool. Uh, so this is the joke off the street. That's going to be the new segment. <laughs> joke of the street. Joke of the joke. street. This is a new segment we like to call <laughs> joke, joke of the street. I'm, uh, I'm excited then because I don't know if you guys have heard of this. It's my favorite street joke I ever. I love it, street joke um, I've never heard before. So it's, uh, there's a uh, department store with uh, five floors, right? A group of you know, ladies, are, you know, they walk in, and they notice that uh, all the men on the first floor are uh, short and average looking. And then they're like, all right, whatever. So they go up to the second floor, and on this floor, all the men are short but good looking. Right? And it's better. This is interesting. So they wander up to the third floor, and now all the men are tall but average looking. And finally, they, their curiosity gets the best of them. They go up to the fourth floor of this fifth-story building, and on the fourth floor now, finally, holy shit, jackpot, it's uh, all tall, good-looking men. And they're walking around, there's a staircase, and they, they, they want to fight it, and they can't. And uh, they say, all right, everyone here is tall and good-looking, but let's see what's up there. And they walk up the fifth floor, they get to the, the final floor of this department building, and it's just a sign that says, this floor exists to prove there's no way to please a woman. <laughs> it is... I told that joke. I, I forget where who told me that joke, but it's the first time I ever made my uncle Paul like really laugh. And I was in fourth grade, and I was like, "This is ecstasy." <laughs> <laughs> and here's how we become comedians. And yes, ruined my life after that joke. But <laughs> is that, that what was, made you want to become a comedian? Do you think? Uh, yeah, I was I was obsessed with uh, Weekend Update too. I didn't know I didn't understand stand up super young but like when i watched snl i was like i don't want to do that acting shit but i, I would like to do weekend update so that's go. interesting i'll pass your name along if you want to write for it that's <laughs> you gonna help me out you man get, you can get no money <laughs> i uh so um we'll save kp we'll play your stand-up at the very end who's we'll, kp that's he's <laughs> this guy that we're gonna have on the show but we'll we'll go out on a uh on a stand-up how about that we'll try something different oh Okay. All right. That's a cool. Are, are you guys I, rapping? Or? We're so rusty that like we forgot that we normally play. We play people up front their act play and then go act oh, that's up front awesome, and then do it. But you have to remember too. We've been in, we're used to being home, and and like across, <laughs> like we're not even in the same room. So we're all. It's so weird to have, have like. Like it's, it's like having room. what was his name Max Headroom appear. <laughs> <laughs> Like suddenly there's a real Max Headroom be sitting across from me. Yeah, I have to say, and we'll you know we'll be having guests on that will be zooming. Yes, I remembered why I love doing this at the strip, face to face with people, so much more, because you can actually connect as yeah. you're talking instead of looking into a camera pretending you're connecting to them. Well, technically we are looking into a camera still, but, <laughs> but um, you uh. You work here. Your show is here. Yes, sir. And uh, you got us in here, right? Yeah. And we really appreciate that, man. This yeah. is going to be. Lot. This is a new beginning for us, really. And we really self-serving favor, I think, too. Everything. Oh, really? In what way? Oh, I got to be one of the first guests on the show. That's now. true. Hang out with you two guys. You Sneak may you be the loser. first guest. Yeah. On the new show. Now we're, we're not talking. sure. That's we'll, we'll see. Because <laughs> we are. We're well, a month away from September fifteenth, which is our first show. But anyway. Oh, awesome. What were you saying? Yeah, we're recording this early. So you had a a, a situation at your house. 
Oh, no, we're saving that. <laughs> <laughs> Can we edit that, Kahuna? <laughs> nope, it's in. <laughs> That's my favorite thing we're, in every podcast. We're shooting two says. shows today, and Mark just combined both of them. That's what happened there. That so works. I think we should go out on his act. I think that's a great idea. And uh, folks, this is KP Burke. Look him up when things open back up. Or uh, if American you, Loser. Yeah. yeah go to. Thank American you to both of you guys too. It's very fun to be here hanging with the boys. So well, we will definitely that. have you back. Probably a lot since you live down the street. Now we're talking. Since you're this is you're home. always here. <laughs> We may have you on a lot just because we won't know how to get in unless That's you're here. <laughs> <laughs> so big thanks to Kahuna. Big yes. Big thanks to Shared Universe. The Kahuna. The and Muppet. The Muppet himself. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> so ladies and gentlemen, that's Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. Enjoy KP.
Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on YouTube or wherever you podcast. We also would appreciate spreading the word. Let anyone who may enjoy us know about us. We appreciate the plug. Special thanks to a shared universe studios, realize records, and why not for the great music.